There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 St. Louis. Hosted at TMA. Presented by Brown and Crouppen. Welcome, friends, to our Manganass St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota. 7 o'clock hour. We are in the Michelob Bolger Studios. My name is Tim McKernan. Douglas Elvin Vaughn, Kenneth Iggy Stroh, the Plowhawk and Action Jackson with you. Doug, I'm fiddling with my headphones. Why are you doing this? I just can never just, I can't just get them okay. right where I need. Yeah, what is it, finicky. equilibrium? Is it equilibrium? It's just the jack. Yeah. Yeah, mine kind of goes in and out, too. I think there's a short in my cord right. here. But you know what we'll do? We'll power yeah, through. Yeah, that's we're kind of champions in that mm -hmm. capacity. Little uh, champions. Little champions. I certainly am. Welcome uh, to the program. You can text into it. EDF Group text inbox three one four eight eight one TMA five. Call in six three six nine zero zero four TMA. Get into that YouTube chat. It's gotten very hot on Balloon Party. Let's see if we can get it hot and naughty today here on TMA. I think we can. I'd like to think it's we can. It's gotten hot. Is, is it gotten ribald? Well, is like that the that. right word? It is ribald. Mm -hmm. Body. <laughs> Yeah, bad boys talking to each other in a YouTube chat. Mm -hmm. 4,870 subscribers. I haven't seen that. Nice. Oh, that's uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, come on in. The water is warm. And uh, we'll talk it over. Doug Sadie Hawkins? So it's a wide berth Thursday? No, 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 no. Wide variety of topic oh. Thursday. Sadie Hawkins. Okay. Uh, we uh, can now turn our attention to the Cardinal offseason because... A memorable World Series has come to a conclusion. Mm -hmm. Where were you when the Texas Rangers won the 2023 World Championship? I was in bed watching the last few outs. I watched most of the game, actually. Zach Gallon had, had a no-no going through six, and they still gave up five runs. That Texas is a good team. Without, which, you know, might be an understatement. They just won the World Series, but they really are, are loaded everywhere. And they did that without Jacob DeGrom, who couldn't even play. Max Scherzer. Yeah, Scherzer didn't provide much. He was kind of hurt, banged up. Couldn't play the last two games. Yeah. Yeah. So that which was lost at the hands of David Freeze in October of 2011 has been found mm -hmm. in the desert in October 2023. That's four for Bruce Bochy? Yep. 10, 12, 14, 23. He might have the largest cranium, just the largest skull of any person that's what ever been What do you think he wears, seven and an eighth? 
Oh, it's got to be in the oh, nine somewhere. The it's like a big sure. Kodiak bear. It's like one of those big hats. He's got a lot of brains in there, too. He's a good manager. Let's talk blues getting pounded like Doug pounded my boy snooch. I heard so they're terrible. I Michael Frank's love. Yeah, uh, that didn't that didn't go the way that that it had been. Bad game, good game, bad game, good game, bad game, good game, bad game, good game, bad game. Okay, bad game, another bad. Yeah, that's game. bad. So yeah. yeah, they got tripped up last night. Four one. Well, you know, I started the game with a nice uh, push. Uh, Pareko off the uh, post. Mm-hmm. And then it got away from that point forward. Uh, Doug uh, Biz Nasty and the Great One got in a bit of an argument after the first period on the broadcast. Uh, Biz Nasty not... I think he was calling out old Tuxie, Tyler Tucker. Was he? I believe. I haven't heard of that guy yet. I think he scored the first goal of the year for them. Not necessarily a goal scorer, but that's who scored the first goal of the year. And uh, the Blues uh, defense in, in general last night in Denver, uh, here is Biz Nasty okay. after the first intermission on uh, the, was this TNT, TBS, Nurse? I, I didn't watch it. I watched the baseball. Okay. I'm not sure where it was. Go ahead, hit the lever, Plowsy. I mean, this third line's been buzzing this season. Great play up the wall here by Miles Wood. How about Colton going with the Jets? Along the wind there, sneaks it in far side. But my problem is that angle by the defenseman for the St. Louis Blues. Boys, I'm being dead serious when I say I think I could have dressed for the St. Louis Blues. I'm telling you, they were great. They've turned over the puck a hundred times that period. I could have dressed as a defenseman. Could you take your jaw off the floor? I think you're. I'm with you. Take your jaw off the floor. I could have poked some poked some pucks and I could have cleared some pucks out. I'm with you. That was pathetic, man. That was that was a pawn hockey game right there. You're right. Our goalie maybe should have stopped it too. On that one? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to comment on that. Well, you see the puck fluttering. Yeah. Hard, I mean, how hard a shot was. Well, I, think, I think he was so distracted at the fact that the defenseman, <laughs> the defenseman there, was slow. <laughs> he, I mean, talk always talks about as a defenseman angling off going forward. Yeah. He had that angle on him. And then all of a sudden, he just started backing up, and, and then the, the wheels yeah. fell off. Are you <laughs> suggesting that Biz could have played goalie tonight? I'm not. Yeah, okay. he can, whatever you want, Biz. I love that you really believe you could have played D out there. I think I could have survived that period <laughs> and, and not looked out of place as far as how the St. Louis Blues defense played. I'm with and you. And we could leave it I'm at that. You. Thank you. There Thank you, you go. go. I'm glad you're here, though. I mean, go I'm... back. If, if St. Louis D want to get offended by that, they should go back and sit down as a team and watch that period on how many turnovers they had from the blue line with complete control of the puck. I'm hot. I'm hot right now. You are. <laughs> yes. I feel like I'm on Barube's staff. That's how hot I am. <laughs> you, you, you ever get on the Maple Leafs this hard? No. no. We massage. Everybody has a bad period. Oh. Maybe it was just a tough period for them. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Sorry, Wayne. <laughs> Doug, he's going after 99. Yeah, it really was. No uh, and, uh, and the St. Louis Blues. Uh, last night, Doug, it didn't quite work out. But uh, maybe they'll play a, a Jim Dandy when the former Kansas City scouts come to town. Uh. I hope. I hope they get something going. I don't want to go through a whole other season talking about just wait till next year. We'll get something going next year. We just went through that last year. Well, they're in a rebuild. I don't, I don't want to rebuild the last two full years and just have nothing to really root for or look forward to. I, no, it's going to be three years. I think you're going to have to, I think you're gonna have to sell much. in. I think yeah, you're going to have to sell in. Yeah, this isn't being fixed next year. I mean, it depends well, I want on it. it to be. Oh, There's just no money. 
We already paid Cairo and Tomic. Those are the big superstars. Uh, we have those. I, I'm, I'm not saying that's the answer. I'm saying that's what was given. That's what they did, yeah. yeah it's, there's no yeah. money for a superstar now. We have, quote, unquote, two of them playing. Well, I'm just... I know it's a really bad thing for the for the franchise if they go through a whole nother year where they're just not a factor at all. Instead of getting nineteen thousand a game, you start to get fourteen thousand, and then you really don't have the money. It's it's a bad thing. I don't know how many years they can go like this where they're not a a contender at all. That'll have a profoundly negative impact on the franchise. What are gonna cheer for in the town ever again? That's from John Mardukas. Damn. I understood it, though, so I feel mm. his pain. Yeah. We're down. We're in the gutter right <laughs> what now. What are going to cheer for in the town, dot, 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 ever again, mm. sad emoji? Mm. John Mardukas. Battlehawks are coming. The Battlehawks are coming. Yeah. Tra-la, tra-la. The Cardinals will battle back. I just kept thinking, City has a game, what, Oh, that's in a week? <laughs> I forgot that. You're uh, still upset Sunday. with the schedule. Sunday. In uh, Kansas. In a midnight game? No, 3 o'clock. Yeah. Okay, that's way better. Right up against football. John Amen, Stephen Wildwood. John Amen. Okay. I just kept thinking watching the baseball. The Cardinals were basically three moves from being a major contender, I think, this past year. If they hadn't traded Gallon and Alcantara to Miami... And if they hadn't lost Rosarena and Garcia. No, when you say lost a Rosarena. Traded him. Traded him. They hadn't traded him. And they hadn't let Garcia get away by releasing him. Those three moves, they'd had a lineup with Goldschmidt, Arnato, Rosarena, Garcia, Walker, Contreras, Edmund, Donovan. That's a darn good lineup. And they'd had two guys at the front of the rotation that are, that are I'll, solid. I'll counter you by saying... The Cardinals would still have probably played somebody over them. They would have not gotten the max talent. The Rangers went through a lot. I mean, he had a great season, but he also hit like about I think about two twenty or two thirty when he first got up there. Yeah. And or at the tail end, I forgot which one. But like they they went through some growing pains. Carlson would have played over Garcia. <laughs> I, you just see that happening. We probably yeah. wouldn't have gotten the full potential of our offensive players. Yeah, that's possible. The pitching, yeah, Gow, I mean Gowan and. And Sandy are well. Garcia fire. Garcia hit nothing with the Cardinals. Yeah, his strikeout rate was like over thirty percent. And they, and Mazalek said they just they just couldn't wait anymore. Well, you can't blame the Cardinals. I mean, they gave him to the Texas for some money, and then Texas released him, and nobody picked him up. No, no. So they just kept him. Yeah, well, yeah. That's the one I can't. I, I don't give the Cardinals too. That's much why Plowsy's right. If they'd have kept him, he's hitting two twenty. He'd have been down on the minors and probably DF'd again. Yeah, but, man, Rosarena showed a little bit of promise, though, when he came up. I, I think that's the one that I, really pissed me off. Doug, mm-hmm. if, you, if if the Atlanta clubhouse just would have had worse wireless, he'd yeah. still be with the team. He and he would, would be, be. still like, the he one that would, would be starting. He yeah. would still be with the team. And watch this. Mm-hmm. Period! Oh, that Use means that for social media. Yeah. The one that I don't hurt. like that when people say period at the end. Like, no one well, else can speak after this. that. He still would be with this team. Full stop. Oh, now we can't discuss it anymore. And the period, like you're saying it with an exclamation point, mm-hmm. but you're putting a period at the end. It's just weird. Or they say, and that's all I got to say. And then they go on and say more about it. Stone Cold Steve Austin, yeah. I think, did that. I'm tired of you guys bashing the city. 
What other place in this country has a crown candy where fats can line up for a half pound of greasy bacon? No one. That's right. Oh. I'm tired of it. It's from Ray King. Gentleman was hit by a car outside there at the store yesterday. The day is that right? Yeah, seventy-year-old man, hit-and-run guy. He survived it, but he, he got hit. Doug, why do you hate Ozuna's yellow sleeve? Thanks, that's Eric in the Central I, West End. I don't hate his yellow sleeve. You played Native American ball with his dad, right? I, I did, yeah. Did and he we did not sleeve? wear sleeves. We did not. Hmm. Didn't need them, frankly. Doug, uh, we suck at everything except eating, drinking, and dysfunctional government. Thanks, that's the Warson Woods wacko. <laughs> we are good at those. Yeah. definitely number one. Yeah. <laughs> We're the worst sports town in America. That's from Lady Sonia Teacup. I mean, we went well, from here, and we just went like that. We just dropped off. It's like a, that from the, the textures went to a dark place very quickly. Are we in top five, though? I mean, top I guess you got to have at least one major professional sport to qualify. Am I correct? Uh-oh. You have to, like, because it can't well, be, like, Toledo, you know. like. I, I think we'd be better than, like, a Sacramento, wouldn't we? I think that's everybody's biggest St. Louis. Light the beam. <laughs> Yeah, you man, that's a and uh, you're good. That's a really good comparison. They are in California, we're in the Midwest. Yeah, we like to if have it's a tie, a, they win. Didn't we have used to have a lingerie league team here? No, no, Mm-mm. we did. Rest in peace, man. Like San Antonio, that might be bigger, as big as St. Louis. Now they've only got one though, team. San Antonio is way better. Orlando's is bigger, bigger than St. Louis. Now they've only got one team. You're bringing up good points. I think Sacramento may be the one that's probably more de- comparable. Yeah. I love St. Louis. Look at that. How about that, Doug? I love living here. You know, even if you're in Milwaukee, you really only have two. I mean, the Packers are closed, but they're not in Milwaukee. How far is Green Bay from Milwaukee? I have never been in the state of Wisconsin. You haven't? No. That's a good question. I've been to Lambeau a bunch, and I've been to Milwaukee once, but I don't know. Comparison maybe Two hours. I'm oh, wow. Hour that, half, that, I got to so. tell you, that counts. Milwaukee downtown is super fun, though. I was very surprised, pleasantly surprised when we went there. Beautiful. Yeah. Like, kind of had a lot of outdoor bar areas. 116 miles apart. Yeah, like here to Columbia, basically. Mm-hmm. Lambo Field might be the best place on earth to go watch a sporting event because really? you don't even need to go, like, the it's tailgating. It's cold there. Well, they're so nice. The tailgating, they're handing out, like, meat sticks mm. and Meat sticks? Cheese mm. trays. What kind of meat? I don't know. They I just don't, hand was, them out or they I've charge been, you $30 for them? I've been there, I think, three times, four times, and I haven't been since I've been 21. So it's been about 13 years for me. You just accept and eat a meat stick from yeah. anyone who hands it to you? The, the tailgating crazy starts at like 5.30 a.m., 6 a.m. Yeah. I don't doubt it's a cool scene. I just, I want nothing to do with it come November or December. We want negative January. 10 degrees oh. the day after Christmas. And me and my buddy spent all night at the casino that I was attached to our hotel the night before. Mm. Oh, it was so fun. Recommend. And the, the, the temperature at game time was minus 10? I think that's how it felt. Yeah, we had hand warmers on our and the feet warmers, you know, that stick to the you bottom better. of your soul. Yeah. Oh. yeah, no joke. Oh, it sounds miserable to me. Uh, what sounds miserable to you? Get get involved. Call in. List your miserable things. Six three six nine zero zero four TMA. Text in EDF group text inbox three one four. 881-TMA5, email in for the design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. Doug, cold today, but you know what? The, the temperatures are going to warm up in the afternoon over the next few days. Yeah. Temperate temperatures for mm-hmm. November here in St. Louis, and that is uh, a wonderful thing to see for the next few days, including what should be a lovely weekend that I would imagine lead to an increase in tripping for the first week in November at about 630 
when Missouri shocks the world and beats those bulldogs between the hedges. Former mm-hmm. KFNS host, always Atlanta host, Chris Domino is going to join us. Doug, we haven't talked to him oh, in a yes. long time. Okay. Knowledgeable as the day is long. Sure is. I couldn't guess what age he is. He's one of those guys who you're like, I guess he could be this. Maybe he's that. What do you think? He throw, throw an age out there. He does middays in Atlanta now. Big, uh, I mean, he's knowledgeable as the day is long. He's with us at 805. Mid-50s. No, I think so. I guess. Mm-hmm. 54, 55, maybe. I think. Yeah, I you can't tell. <clears throat> with the bald head and, you know... Well, he doesn't look old. No, yeah, I'll say mid-50s. Okay. Mid-50s, we'll ask him. Whenever he's got a Wikipedia. Well, I suppose, it's probably... got hair that people would die to have! I played that right before he said, it was a ball. That was a Mino, was it? No. Work. No. It was absolutely not. He's been on the air for 23 years. How about this? He got his start. He was a caller in 1993. How about that? In what city? I believe in Atlanta Not for here. some reason. I no. think I think he's from. I thought he was from New York. We had a caller become a host. The guy who sold cars was it Rich? <laughs> he did have a weekend became, run at nine twenty. Twenty third year on near. He knows his stuff. I think he does Braves television too, if I'm not mistaken. He knows his stuff. Uh, I have no idea. I'm looking at him and I'm going. I don't know. Doug, here, you play Guess the Age of Chris Domino. He's of ambiguous age. <laughs> he is, like Dick Clark. Well, <laughs> if he's been on the air for 23 years and he was a caller, I'd say maybe late 40s? Yeah, that's what I'm starting to wonder. God, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, this is the big question we're going to ask him. Yeah, we're gonna Just how old are you? <laughs> okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Nick Chilino? Doug, Nick Chilino. What, what's that? What's that mean? I think that's who he's partnered with. Oh. They got a contract extension with 680 The Fan in Atlanta. Well, I don't know how old Nick is either. I think he used to be at uh, Golf Channel for a little bit, CNN for a little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure, the cards are out. And yes, the Blues are half a decade from being competitive. And fine, your car probably isn't very safe being parked anywhere near downtown. But fall into my claptrap, if you will. The Tree Care Industry Association Convention will be in town at America Center in a couple weeks, and then our Pop Warner football team starts up again. Go St. Louis. Thanks. That's from mm-hmm. the fancy gentleman outside Rozelle's in a Steve Harvey pinstripe suit. Oh. <laughs> Tree trimming Good convention. Here, Robbie. Just bullying. Andras keeps his feet. Christo peeling it back. Robbie! We have this guy oh! in St. Louis City. It's a long O. Did they score? I think so. Uh, Not the sure. ambush anyways, but... It seems early to be starting Pee Wee football again, doesn't it? <laughs> I think he's making reference the to the Battle Hawks. Oh. Oh, nice. I didn't even get that reference. No, I didn't. Oh. We had Gabe talking down to us about sporting Kansas City's win on Monday. Mm-hmm. He didn't even know it had taken place. Now, is Kansas That's City a... a better sports town than St. Louis because whoa, they have whoa, the NFL? whoa, 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 whoa. No, they don't have hockey nice. or basketball. Well, well we don't have basketball don't have either. either. Pro, yeah. anyway. I think Kansas been... City just passed St. Louis. Just now. And they've got, KU, they've got KU <laughs> sports, which is, 
the, the distance is like here to Wentzville or so, isn't it? Yeah, and Kansas it's a City, about 40 miles. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's convenient. That's like Atlanta and Athens. It's nice. Yeah. It's like a suburb. It's like a haunt. Mm-hmm. So you'd feel like that was theirs. Kansas City's much better. That's from the total package. Yeah. I haven't spent too much time there, so I can't judge. Just in terms of the sports, it seems like they're on the up. Just having an NFL team kind of puts you in the big leagues. And one of them won multiple Super Bowls mm-hmm. with Taylor Swift in town every okay, weekend Okay, okay, stop rubbing it in, Plowsy. <laughs> Just putting that out there. But Blue- they're Blues fans, thank goodness. The Chiefs are Blues fans. They're not. You don't think Mahomes was watching no. last night against the Avalanche? Mm-mm. Shocking that they have no idea that that sport exists. Well, we are the, we're the second best sports town in Missouri. I think we can say that. That confidence. actually needs to be a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I just think the NFL puts you over the top. Uh, Having football and baseball, that that's what you need to be big league. Got to be honest with you, I think it's football in the NBA. All due respect, I'm ready to say it on. I'm ready to say it on Balloon Party, but I, I do think that that's probably the answer. The but, NBA but has teams. a bunch of 24-year-old absolute superstars on almost every team. Grant, I still think there's not a lot of parity, but I, like there are superstars every night that you could turn it on. Like that. That's there are, very but also said, there are also towns that have an NBA team and nothing else. You brought it up, San Antonio, Sacramento, Orlando. I I think an NBA team would rock, man. I would love that. Yeah, I'd love it too. Kansas City used to have an NBA team. They shared with Omaha. You know where that team is now, Doug? I bet you do. Uh, See, they they started in Cincinnati. They were the Cincinnati Royals. Now that's Sacramento. That's right. Second Sacramento Kings mention of the Munganess, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Who would have thought? I think that's how they got the name Kings, because they used to be the Royals. Light the beam. Second time Jackson's got a chance to say Are they trying to force that on? That's something that's been going on for a while. I'm not an NBA fan, so I don't know. They're forcing it on Sacramento, not forcing it on anyone else. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, second time Crown Candy's getting mentioned. Mm. St. Louis is just fine. We've got Crown Candy where herds of fat stand in line to eat a half pound of bacon for lunch oh. every day and call it a BLT. We also have that bar down in Francis Park and Winter Wonderland. That's from Little Tommy Trivets. Mm-hmm. Hot takes. And we've got the, the train there on Christmas. Is that what he's talking about that takes you down into the hood? <laughs> it's literally like a, a North City tourist destination. <laughs> Uh, Portland is another city that's got NBA and nothing else. Rip City to you. I don't call it Rip City. Jackson, to you? Mm, not really. Oh, come on. Did they miss game time? Boy, yeah. They're in tank mode. They were really kind of breaking down this Western Conference in the NBA here. Someone has to do it, and no one else will do it. They're all afraid in this market. I guarantee Randy Caricature isn't doing it right now. No, but he should. If he had any courage, he would. Yep. Does Jimmy Butler still play basketball? Yep. Miami Heat (laughs) played in the finals last year. All right, then I have a question for you. Sure. I got NBA on. (laughs) Doug, he was on that 2009 Warquette team that Bazzori beat. Did you know that? Uh, No, not really. I I don't know what I was watching. Maybe a football game or something. And, you know, they always had the scroll at the bottom, NBA scores and stuff. And they had the NBA, and it said, Jimmy Butler out, rest. It was after one game. It was the second game of the season. It said, Jimmy Butler out, rest. Do you have to rest after one game? He's been nursing some for a while. They've actually put new rules in place so that you can't hashtag load manage for an extended period of time or have two stars load managing at the same time. 
Uh, so Jimmy's got, I believe he got fined because he missed four straight games. <laughs> Load managing. That's a nice term. Clip that off. So, some of the old guys are really upset with it, the older NBA players. Yeah, no doubt. Because yeah, but they were playing like half-court offenses. And they Luke couldn't LeBron have 30 uh, points in 25 minutes last night? Was 35 last night. Yeah. Um, I always odd to see this way the text starts out. Not a racist. I love college basketball, but for the life of me, I do not get the popularity of the NBA. Thanks. That's from Doug's work husband. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I think whether, whether one is a racist or not, I mean, it's just, it, the reality is it's it's incredibly popular. And you want to know something? And I'm... it's incredibly popular with younger people mm. relative in comparison to uh, to baseball. To me, it's just about not having a team. I'd be a huge fan if we mm. had a team to root for. I've got nobody to root for. Yeah, I think it's, it's just it's it's got star power to the maximum. Like every and that's where Jack, Jackson, you're gonna give your hat theory. Is that what this is? No, Helmet theory. I won't. I won't give the hat theory. But um, hats hurt star power. Uh, anything that's impeding people seeing your entire like body, you know. <laughs> like the two most popular international sports are basketball and soccer, where they basically wear t-shirts and shorts. And I think there's a reason to that. That didn't play well on balloon party, just for the record. Football I think it should play is, better here. Football is the most popular sport in the U.S. <laughs> The whole body's covered up. Yeah, right. how do you explain that? They pan on the sideline where the guys have their helmets off. Oh, Hockey on the sense. sidelines, they never take their helmets off because they're kind of still in play. How do you explain Quit Craig sending us naked video of males, okay? Yeah. Sorry, Frank was yes. barking at me. <laughs> yeah. How do you explain Craig McTavish? Craig McTavish. Now, that's a hockey player, correct? Oh, this guy. <laughs> did, he, did he not wear a bucket? Oh. I gave his grandfather in. He didn't have to wear one. To he didn't wear a helmet? Last one, not to wear a helmet. Oh, he was insanity. on the Blues coaching staff last year. Yeah, he coached for the Blues last year. Did he? I know Barubi coaches. He was an assistant. the extent of it. that off. You want me to know the assistants? Yeah. All right. Oh. Well, I think helmets are the worst for seeing people. No doubt. I mean, if you look at... Um, <laughs> helmets are the worst for seeing people. Well, I mean... Sam Hartman, quarterback in Notre Dame. Sam Hartman. Would you know that he's a hunk? <laughs> Bless it. I have oh, no idea yeah. what he looks like. Madison saw Sam Hartman, and she was interested. Oh, is that right? Oh, Good for her. I mean, he is, is that a cuck? He may be the most <laughs> gorgeous guy in football. Okay. He, oh, but you can't on. tell. Sacramento Kings and Sam Hartman. Well, see, he happens to take his helmet off on the sidelines, but you can't tell with a helmet on. Costing himself millions. They saw that face. He'd be on every magazine cover there okay, is. Okay, calm down. It has certainly hurt the star power in the NHL when they wore helmets. Lord knows they should be wearing helmets. But when they didn't, and you knew what everybody looked like, it seemed like it was the game had a lot more personality. I agree. Yeah, watching Ron Duguay fly through the ice with that yeah. rain. Just... Gary Unger had the long blonde hair, and you could see what Bobby Orr looked like and Phil Esposito and guys like that. And now, and McTavish. Now you can't McTavish. Now they all pretty much look the same. Sometimes I think Jackson's mature, and then he comes with that stupid take. Go suck your thumb, little boy. Oh, from Chairman Steve gosh. in Wildwood. That was a mature response. Um, like quarterbacks in the NFL, it's a little different because, like, again, helmets come off on the sideline. They pan to it. You know what they look like. But like outside of Jason Kelsey, I bet no one can. No, like, identify an offensive lineman if they walked in the room, like, by name. Because they wear helmets. Yeah. 
Well, it certainly does affect the, the personality of the game. There's no question about that. In hockey, it's even worse because, like, the way the pads and helmet, like, they all kind of look the same. It, like, you really can't tell. Like, at least football players are different sizes. Hockey players are pretty much, outside yeah. of, like, height, are pretty much the same size. Mm-hmm. Hey, Tim, I'm not a racist, but I'd rather watch white people play basketball. Thanks. That's from Steven Time. <laughs> oh. You ever been to Steven Time? I don't know what Steven Time is, but that's what it is. The demographics are no different in college and pro basketball. Harold's, Harold, Harold Snips was the hottest helmetless player. Thanks. That's from the Total Package. Blues acquired him from know. the Canucks. He played for a lot of teams. He wasn't attractive. <clears throat> he was missing all of his teeth. What about his mustache? Yeah. Kind of greasy. Jackson's 100% right on that take. I don't know what any of the Blues look like other than Jordan Bennington. That's from Friends of Burt Convy. Well, that's, this, is, this is just what I think. But also, there's no way around it. Like, hockey players need to wear helmets and pads, and same with football players. Well, if you're, a fan of your, if you're a fan of your local team, you know what they look like. If sure. You, if you watch them on TV. Interviews and stuff. And things, yeah, yeah, definitely. But, but you wouldn't know what the other team looks like. No. Unless they're like super, like everyone knows Sidney Crosby looks yeah. like and stuff. But. Somebody is mad at Iggy for a Sam Hartman take. This is the hottest guy in football. Is there something in the Maryland Heights water that causes stupidity? That's from Classy, like Perry mm. Ellis. So now and he sent arguing. in an image of Sam Hartman. Yeah, arguing over how hot mm. Sam Hartman is. You think they're doing this in South Bend? Yes. I mean, that guy is so horny and so Who unloved, is? whoever the texter is. Classy, like Perry Ellis. Oh, Sam Hartman is a, he's a hunk. Okay. Amen. What do you do, find the ugliest picture of Sam Hartman he could and post it? Look at his hair. It's like literally, it's unstoppable. You're jealous of his hair. Everyone should be jealous of his hair. Is he going to be like a first-round draft pick? Is that that a projection for him? Let me pull up the mock. Doug, have you been doing a mock? Doug's a draft pick. I used to when the the Rams were here, I did. Well, you look for the mock. I will tell people that uh, Munganass St. Louis Acura and Olden Toyota is the presenting sponsor of our 7 o'clock hour here on TMA. Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganass, and Ryan Seiberg will take wonderful care of you, just like they do all of us here on this dais. They are the official automotive provider of TMA and... They are a wonderful place to go if you need to get your car serviced as well. Just go to stlouisacura.com or altontoyota.com, and here is a secret number for our listeners, Mm. 314-252-0029. And now you can call or text that number, and you're dealing with the best. And the best is Munganass St. Louis Acura at Alton Toyota, the 7 o'clock hour. I was there just yesterday. I was doing. Talked to Clayton Patterson. He told me that... And last year, they are number four in the entire country for new car sales for Acura. Holy crap. In the entire country. Add that to the copy Now, this is, you know, a small little, rather small little dealership in Baldwin, Missouri, as opposed to, you know, areas that draw from a much larger potential customer base, New York, L.A., Chicago, all these cities that are much bigger. There they are in Baldwin, number four in the country in new Acura sales. And number three in pre-owned car sales. And I said, well, what's the deal? He said, well, the prices are great, and, and people just like us. We're just friendly. That's true. That we don't make the car buying process difficult, and That's then people nice. want to come back when they, when they need the service, and it all works well. It's taken something that is or was a headache for many people because in, in the United States in 2023, damn near everybody is going to have a car, and you dread the process of going in to get it serviced. 
and or dread the process of going in when you have to get a new or pre-owned vehicle because you're going to part ways with your previous car. It's a process that I don't think anybody looked forward to. Mm -hmm. And those people at Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota have made it an enjoyable experience. That's mm -hmm. true. That's nice. Yeah. That's a nice spot you just cut via ad lib. Well, yeah. I like that. Well, that's what he told me. That's the truth, yeah, though. It that. is the truth. It's not like they're going to yell at you. You walk in and look at a car, and they're going to yell at you because you didn't buy it, follow you to your car, and browbeat you because you didn't buy the car. It's just the opposite. They'll say, come, sit down, friend, have a snick snack. Alan Dadeville is a big Georgia fan. He has reduced Missouri's chances to winning uh, to 10%. Uh, but he has this endorsement regarding Munganess, St. Louis, Acura, and Alton Toyota. I got to meet that Peter Munganast yesterday. He's a dish. Oh. Mm, Papa. Mm. Oh. That's from Alan Dadeville. Did, did Clayton mention anything about Peter's up. appearance playing no. a role? No. I think most of the salesmen and women there are dishes. Maybe that's this is like Dr. Biondo's rocket ships? <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's the secret to their success. God, I guess that's what we got to think about. It's a dish-laden dealership. Uh, speaking of dishes, Jackson, do we have Sam Hartman's mock draft projection? I uh, looked at... <clears throat> Two different mock drafts, Yahoo and CBS Sports, and neither of them had Hartman going in the first round. Wow, 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 wow. Is he getting picked, I would assume? Uh, they didn't do a second-round mock. We're probably too Doug, far you go, out. How far do you go? You have six rounds when you do your mocks. <laughs> oh, yeah, at least. For every team, I know all their needs so badly. That's Lenardi-style uh, preparation. Yeah, usually it's just first-round mocks, and I did not see him. There were several, several quarterbacks on there, but not Sam Hartman. Any Mizzou players in there? Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. No. But that's just round one. Yeah, that's just the first round. Hey, Tim. I'm not racist either. I just only like going to Cardinal games. My favorite outfield combination was Piscotti, Gritchick, and Bader, and I'm thrilled that John Carlos Stanton, Jason Hayward, and David Price decided to go elsewhere because they don't embody the Cardinal way. Thanks. That's from little Tommy oh, Trippins. Oh, for he's out, in a, he's out in a parking lot. Very cold right now, but I think it'll be in the 60s. By the time uh, the afternoon runs yeah, around. Yeah, it's supposed to be nice. Runs around. Uh, but uh, Design Air Heating and Cooling is the sponsor of our email of the day, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. And Design Air is where you go get your furnace tuned up. You're going to get a little respite here the next few days. Go to designairservice.com, get the furnace tuned up, and then we go back into the cold weather. Make sure the furnace is firing on all cylinders. Both Doug and I are clients of Design Air Heating and Cooling, and we would love for you to become a client as well. And once you start working with Design Air, you'll never go anywhere else. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. All you have to do is go to that site, designairservice.com, click on the Book Now tab, and then they will be out to tune up the furnace and make sure you are ready to go during the St. Louis cold weather months. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling, sponsor of our email of the day. The email address is themorningafter at insidestl.com. Chris Domino joining us at 8.05. He used to be on KFNS back in the day. Oh, I would guess, I don't know, 2004 to 2007? Hell, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Is that about right? You didn't produce for him. Not for him, no. Uh, but I was there when he was doing the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think 2007 maybe. Okay. So he's doing middays in Atlanta. Very knowledgeable about all the teams uh, in Atlanta. And he will join us at 805. We'll see if he's given Missouri any chance. Sometimes the local guys have an idea. And if you're not like a fan covering the team and you can withdraw yourself from the emotion, you can kind of say, yeah, I mean, listen, this team is just not going to be beat. Or maybe say, yeah, there's a chance. There's not, you know, they're great, but, you know. There's a chance they can be beaten. I don't know. I don't know what to expect on Saturday, Doug. I know that I'm, I'm prepared to be emotionally 
ravaged like the anus of Veronica Avalon. Oh. She's just it's prolapsed. But I am comfortable. <laughs> You're prolapsed right now? No, 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 no. Saturday, it, mm. I mean, hell, by, by, by 3 o'clock, I might be like, ooh, this isn't going to happen today. Or at 6.30, I could have my heart ripped out. Yeah. As a Missouri fan, it's, it's happened before. But I am, I lay ready to be ravaged by my emotions for four hours on Saturday afternoon. Okay. Well, I think any team is beatable just because you never know what's going to happen, especially in football. Well, I mean, what if their quarterback goes down in the first quarter? What if Brady Cook goes down? Missouri's a different team. Certainly Georgia would be a different team if they lose one of their key players. And that stuff happens. So I don't think at all you'd go in thinking it's hopeless for Mizzou. I think they got a shot. Fight Tiger. You're here, Doug. Plus 40,000 to win the national championship on Bovada. You can throw $100 on Missouri. Plus 40,000, Doug. That's what you would collect should they beat the Bulldogs, the Volunteers, the Gators, the Razorbacks. Well, we should do that as a show. Each of us put in 20 bucks. All right. And maybe win 40,000. Fair enough. Would that be worth it? It it's, probably it's a nice be. little sweat. It's chop, chop, 8,000 8, 8, a piece. Look at us. Only, for only $20? No. That seems like it'd be worth it. No. Sick return on investment. Yeah. Jaden Daniels is now. Is Jaden Daniels the favorite to win the Heisman, Jackson? I know yeah. he's down to. He is. Oh, I don't know about favorite. I, 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 God, I think Penix, Penix probably still, still is. I think Penix is probably still the favorite, but that number dropped precipitously over the last two weeks. You like that, Doug? Drop precipitously. I, I don't care for it, no. Couldn't be sure. Missouri's plus 5,000 to win the SEC. Josh is minus 180. Uh, Penix is plus 280. JJ McCarthy plus 300. And Jaden Daniels at plus 400. Uh, Notre Dame is plus 20,000 to win the national championship. And then it just goes down. I mean, Penn State's plus 6,600. Oklahoma's plus 4,000. LSU with two losses is plus 3,300. Texas plus 1,600, Oregon plus 1,400, Washington plus 1,200, Alabama plus 1,000, Ohio State plus 700, Florida State plus 600, Georgia plus 300, and Michigan is your favorite, Doug, plus 275. Uh, Luther Burden is the third best odds to win the Blitnikoff. Doug, how do you see the Blitnikoff? Harrison will run away with that. Maserati Marv is plus 100. Maserati Marv. Fedekos Johnson. Well, Drink is... Oh, what do we got here? Uh, plus 3,000 to win the Bear Bryant Award. Oh. <laughs> How much would that upset you, Plowsy, if Drink was were to be Coach of the Year? Again, like, he probably would deserve it, meaning if he if won... If Missouri won the SEC championship? Yeah, I don't know how. It. I don't yeah. know... I don't know who would more. No way you could find anyone. Uh, the favorite currently is uh, Kalen DeBoer. Of I was UW. I was about, I was actually about to say Kalen DeBoer and be prepared for everyone on the show to go. Who in the hell is Kalen DeBoer? You remember Pete DeBoer when he was coaching the Sharks against the Blues in 2019? Yeah. Uh, and Mark Mike Norvell of Florida State is tied with him. Plus 500. Ryan Day plus 750. I'm just not sold on Florida State and Washington. Ryan Day at plus 750 is kind of nice. If they can beat Michigan and Ann Arbor. That's all they got to do. That's all they got to do. He probably becomes the favorite if they do that. And if you you can get him at plus 750. It's interesting. I was listening to the ESPN College Football Podcast on my way out here this morning. And Reese Davis was saying everybody on that show when they announced the college football playoff rankings – 
did not think Ohio State was the best team in the country, but they all expected Ohio State to be number one when the first rankings came out. And the job of the committee is to not pick based on resume. And I didn't know that. It's supposed to be who you think is best and rank in that order. So it, it is intuitive. And I'm not sure that that's the case. I have to say that. I think Ohio State may be the best team in the country. I know that's not really a scalding opinion, but I don't, I don't know why one wouldn't – they just do it in a different way than most teams do in 2023. They do it with defense, but they also have some Travion Henderson and Marvin Harrison. Was it Maserati Marv you call him, Doug? I, I've never called that him until not. now, but I will. And yeah. they just and all they have to do is beat Michigan between now and yeah. January. I mean, that's – now listen, they got to go into Ann Arbor and do that, but Michigan might have uh, some distractions. I feel like we'll know how good Georgia is over the next three or four weeks. Like of we course. can't really absolutely. Yeah, we can't we'll really know how good Missouri is. Yep. Yeah, well, the no season doubt. will be over then. Coach Nick Saban, he's doing some of the same things, Paul, and he's succeeding. And we have one hundred percent trust in our coach Drink and Coach Drink. <laughs> that Mary Jo. Um, yeah, I was just saying because Georgia has like played by far the easiest part of their schedule, and now they play by far the toughest. So maybe they're not quite as good as we think they are. Uh, they looked really good against Florida. Oh. Well, Florida's not very good. Oh, dog. The SEC not East terrible. has a bunch of inconsistent teams, I would say. Yeah. Tennessee, Kentucky, and uh, Florida are all inconsistent. Yeah. Some days they look great, some days not. Uh, the Big Ten coaches are urging uh, the Big Ten to do something about what is going on with Michigan and the sign-sealing scandal. Uh, that uh, report coming from ESPN's Pete Thamel this morning, uh, there was a 90-minute call, including nearly an hour, uh, without Jim Harbaugh on it. He hung up after the regularly scheduled Big Ten business to allow the conference coaches to speak freely about the investigation into Michigan. Quote, collectively, the coaches want the Big Ten to act right now. What are we waiting on? We know what happened. The NCAA has been investigating Michigan for nearly two weeks as the Big Ten confirmed the sign-stealing investigation on October 19th. Since that time, ESPN has reported that Michigan staffer Connor Stallions emerged as the centerpiece of the investigation and has purchased tickets to the games of 12 of the 13 Big Ten opponents over the last three years. The coaches in the Big Ten um, laid out just how distinctive a schematic advantage Michigan has held the last three years by illegally obtaining the opposition's signals ahead of time has been alleged. Coaches used words like, quote, tainted, fraudulent, and unprecedented on the call to describe Michigan's sign-stealing scheme as has been alleged. Much of the call, according to sources, was coaches explaining to the commissioner both how it worked and how it impacted them and their programs, both in-person opponent scouting and using electronic equipment to steal signals are not allowed by NCAA rules. I don't know what they're going to do, but the Big Ten coaches want something done. Yeah. What do you think would be fair punishment for Michigan if, if in fact, they do have this evidence? Depends on how, like, what evidence. Like, are, are they sending – do they have evidence that Harbaugh knows and that they're sending – this coach to the sidelines is this coach going rogue and doing it on his own accord. I think though, if you, if you prove that Harbaugh was in on it and the, the dude sneaking in on the sidelines, that's a two year death penalty. I mean, it just death is. Penalty. It just, wow. I mean, that's a, hu- it's a Holy huge, crap. it's a huge thing. If you get a slap on the wrist on this, 
Every team in the country is about to hop on board this bandwagon. Look at the advantage they've had in games. I, 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 I don't think there's any doubt I, that they did it. The guy worked for the program. I came in thinking it was an absolute nothing story, and the more it comes out, I, it, this is – it's – you, you can't have it happen again, so I think yeah, you got to make I, I, the first was, case severe. And I wasn't going to try to, embarrass wouldn't be the right word, but call attention to that because last week you, you, weren't, you didn't think it was that big of a deal. So what has Correct. changed? I, I think having coaches on the sideline and record, like I thought he was kind of just sitting in the 300 level, kind of just writing down notes. That doesn't seem as bad. Going on the sidelines, and you see him during games standing right next to the D coordinator, right next to Harbaugh. It goes from being this rogue guy who loves Michigan and trying to give a little bit of advantage to just blatantly cheating and doing it in a blasé sort of mm-hmm. fashion, too. I, I, so I, it changed completely. I thought it was a dude just sitting up there with a, you know, his buddy, and he's just a grad assistant writing down notes. This is beyond yeah. that. Yeah. You think Harbaugh dips and goes to the NFL? He has to. I saw has to. on Rivals they were talking about that and their little factor fiction thing. Saying, do you think Harbaugh will go to the NFL yeah. after the season? He can take his cheating to the Patriots. <laughs> but you don't want, if I'm the NFL, I don't want to hire, if I'm an NFL team, I don't want to hire him because it's based upon having to go to the NFL. He was about to sign a huge lucrative deal to stay at Michigan. Right. So how much does he want to coach in the NFL? Pete Carroll did something similar, though, right? When he was at yeah, USC. It was a good Seattle. fit. Yeah. Uh, he was asked about it uh, yesterday, and Doug, he said, I just channel my inner William Wallace. That's the visual I think of and keep a one track mind. William Wallace, of course, Mel Gibson's character mm-hmm. in Braveheart. If you're not Scottish, you're clap. Was that his big line, Tim? I think that was Mike Myers on Saturday Night Live. Oh, okay. The problem with Scotland is it's full of Scots. <laughs> King Longshanks, think about that. Uh, all right. Well, Prima I don't think... Prima Nocta? Is it I, Prima Nocta? I, I just don't know. So the, the, the king's army would have the right to a Scottish gentleman's wife... The night they would get married, and Iggy, is that a cock? Well, not if it's a custom. <laughs> huh? You get off on a technicality. It's a tough like, beat. Just following customs. Yeah. Laws. It was actually a law. Oh, yeah, then it's not yeah. a cock. That's what set Wallace off, and he wasn't even the one getting cucked. Really? It's tough. Is that why so many of them moved over here? They were tired of this cucking custom. That and the potato famine from our neighbors to the. Oh. Uh, West okay. in Ireland. Uh, he said, we're in an onward mode. It's a one-track mind that I'm modeling, and I see it through the program. Michigan receiver Roman Wilson said the players were told in a team meeting that buffaloes don't run away from storms. Can we <laughs> stop with, like, the... <laughs> Tatanka, 1991, yeah. Dances with In other, wise, other words, they haven't caught us completely yet, so hang in there. It's like every coach turns into, like, Edgar Allan Poe, like, during these, <laughs> some of these mm-hmm. investigations. Like, come mm-hmm. on, dude. Well, I don't think they'll get the, the death dawn. penalty. I don't think the, they'll They're get the death penalty. To. They're not going to. But I could see how they could maybe be eliminated from the playoffs this year. Told you, you're, you're not eligible for the playoffs. You need a punishment that's going to send a message to not – because if it's just taking a couple scholarships away, it, that's not going to entice anyone from not being like, okay, well, the risk is certainly mm-hmm. worth the reward. I mean, two scholarships over knowing an entire – play, like, I would do that all day. So, yeah, if you eliminate them for the playoffs or, you know, How some sort they, of bull ban. So you'll get, they play in Happy Valley the following Saturday, 11 o'clock start. Pete Thamel was saying to Reese Davis, James Franklin has to be furious about that 11 o'clock start. And he goes, I know why they have it because it's that stupid-ass TV deal the Big Ten has that they got to play those games at 11 on Fox. But uh, 
God, how much different things would be for Penn State if that were a night game. But Michigan has Purdue this weekend, 33-point favorites. And you go, okay, did they absolutely come out, motivated as all get out, and Harbaugh goes, okay, we usually could beat the hell out of teams, but we take our foot off the gas, maybe more so than any other program at the level Michigan's at in the second half, where they could beat teams 60-70 to nothing if they wanted to, and run it up, or... Are they distracted? Is it a mess? And does Purdue, which isn't a great team by any means, former Missouri defensive coordinator Ryan Walters is in his first year. He was at Illinois and then went to Purdue. Yeah, right? Poor guy. Uh, two and six. Do they hang? And then does that give you an indication of what kind of mental state they're in to go to Happy Valley? Because that that game, man, I'm telling you, that is Ohio State's chances. I think are are better because of this. Ohio State still has to go to Ann Arbor, but as far as the schedule of the top teams remaining in that top five in the college football playoff committee, I would say Ohio State clearly has the best. And by that, I mean easiest. They have one tough game left. That's it. And then they, even the Big Ten championships are farce because of the Big Ten West. So if they get a hobbled Michigan team, even if it's in Ann Arbor, Ohio State could wind up running the table on this thing. And Michigan's going to be put to the test in Penn State. I feel like that's getting overlooked, and I don't really know why. But, hell, I don't know. Keep an eye on the Nittany Lions. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, if his coach gets back with his cell phone video from the last Penn State game, I think Michigan will be in good shape. If you watched the Indiana game, I don't know how helpful it was. But they're 33-point favorites against Purdue. Alabama, three is still the number there. And then, Doug, as you know, it's Georgia week, and the number is holding steady at 15. The total points have dropped, though. It's down to 55. No. So they're saying it's going to be a 35-20 to 20 game, I guess. Is that right? Yes, Nurse? Correct. People have been hammering that over. Hammering the over? Yeah, that's why I think it's uh, – or I'm sorry – under, that's why it's been dropping, which is bad for Missouri. Colonel says he thinks Missouri's got a better chance of winning like a 24-21 game than like a 45-42 game. That's interesting. Yeah, he's been adamant about that, that Colonel. See, uh, the Colonel did a mailbag yesterday, Doug, on <laughs> oh PowerMizzou.com. How'd that go for him? Well, you know, uh, Gabe, his, his, un, his understanding that mm-hmm. some members of this audience have started to pay a little more attention to the work he does on uh, PowerMizzou.com. Probably a good thing, you know, to start to tap into this audience and uh, and all of the people who listen to it. But sometimes questions come in that you don't necessarily expect in the week leading up to one of the biggest games in the program's history. And South County Tiger asked Gabe, if you could date any SEC coach, alive or dead, who would it be? God. And the colonel responded, it doesn't happen often, but every now and again I get a mailbag question that just makes me wonder about what goes through people's heads and how we got to this point. And then the colonel <laughs> moved on. To These guys <laughs> are some dumb mother <laughs> But, I mean, let's answer that question. If you did have to date an SEC coach alive or dead. I, I guess Bear Bryant. Because you like bears? Just for his wisdom. Get some wisdom from him. Houston nut. Yeah. I, I think that's li- I think that's lying. Yeah. You know, Just because of bed, his last name. Jackson would probably girl. agree since his brother's on Dennis Gates' staff. Mm. Doug Dickey Nut. Oh. I love Dickey Nut. Why? He's <laughs> funny as hell. What about Drake? Who knew, who knew there was a regular? 
How do you know George he's Carlin funny? down on the thing. You hang out with him? No, they, he'll do interviews and tell stories, and uh, his voice is really funny. I really like Dickie Nutt. Okay. They have a great staff. Uh, yeah. Wayne, the Wayne train is the obvious answer, isn't it? Well, no, nah, Drank will pick you up boy. in a dump truck, though, for the yeah. day. But yeah. Wayne's got that, like, you wake up next to him, and he's got, like, the messy head, and he's cooking you breakfast. It's nice. I pick Bear Bryant because I have daddy issues. Oh, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. What about the hat? I like I like. Yeah, would you wear the hat when you're riding around yes. in the kitchen? Of course. <laughs> We're talking Bear in a prime, too, not <laughs> yeah. like an equator. Old ball coach. You know, that's not a bad player. Spurrier in the visor? Yeah, he coached topless. That's hot. Oh. Did Lou Holtz ever coach for an SEC team? Yes, he did. Arkansas. Oh. Lou Holtz. Way back in the day. Ozzy, you want some of that? I just want him to say TCU over and over again. <laughs> While he's making love to you? Because <laughs> he because he stutters with it or what? No, he has a list like me, yeah. so it comes out. Yeah, I just love. He is a funny guy. Uh, Alan Dadeville, you would have thought he might say Kirby Smart, but he says Sam Pittman. Those are some plump milkers. Oh. He's also about to have a lot of free time. That's from Al in Dadeville. Yeah, I feel bad for Sam Pittman. He took one damn picture and everyone started making fun of his breasts. What's the deal? So he has he has big. Oh my Type God. in Sam Pittman breasts and you're gonna. I don't want to. It's Tim, Fra- Frank ins- Costanza level. Tim, they're literally insane. Is that right? Like D cup? They're, they're sizable. Why would we? So put that? me to the the test because I really do like large. What is it? Breast or breasts? Oh yeah! Wow. I mean, they Jesus, are. They are. Joseph. They are there. Yeah. And then, what setting wow. was they're like he? Udders. Was, <laughs> where he was taking topless pictures. Not topless. Not topless. But you can just Comes right tell through that Nike polo. Like. Oh. <laughs> oh. God, they look like they're voluptuous. I know. <laughs> it's like they're ready. Right. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, it's it's with uh, Mike Huckabee and. Yeah. Governor Huckabee Sanders. Yeah. How about that? Well, when you're a large man, and he probably weighs 250 or more. I'll take the over. And you're 60-something years old, you know, you tend to have things like that. But my problem is he's feet away from a weight room, a, a, probably a $5 million weight room. Yeah, but he's busy looking at film. They're Coming terrible. Up dialing the, up exotic what, what, blitzes. Dialing them up. I'm just saying, like, if you have a fast-paced job and I don't have time for exercise, I completely get it. But, like, I mean, he has facilities right next to his office. Yeah. Maybe he just the, likes some plum. They've also got the training table food there with mm. all you can eat, whatever you want, any time this of the is day. also very true, though. This is interesting. The answer is Brian Kelly because you know he can power thrust some love into your prosty oh. as if it's a five-star recruit on an official visit. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that, and I don't know why. I guess clearly I still Gabe think didn't think of this stuff either, because huh? we've given him some good answers. Yeah, I felt like the way he answered it made it seem like he had something to hide. I do too. <laughs> like that... someone had caught him, and he didn't want to be outed. <laughs> uh, Chris Domino, we'll ask him that question along with how old he is, and maybe we'll talk <laughs> about Georgia. <laughs> Coming up, he is going to be with us. It'll be great to talk to him. Uh, he is, uh, Those should be the first two questions. Yeah. How old and he might are just you? hang up. What date? Who would you want to date among the coaches? <laughs> and yeah, we alive get... or dead. By the way, that way we can give him a wide right. berth because it wouldn't uh-huh. be it would be awkward. Maybe if he picked Otherwise, he like Kirby understand. Smart, and then we'd yeah. be like, oh, Homer. All right, uh, Mungadass, St. Louis, Acura, Alton Toyota, seven o'clock hour in the books. This is TMA presented by Brown and Crouppen from the Michelob Ultra Studios.